Christmas means a lot of different things to different people, and its meanings have transformed over the centuries. At the dawn of the early modern period, roughly 500 years ago, Christmas was still closely tied in with the seasonal cycle of an agricultural society. December was a time of leisure and a season of plenty, that is, plenty of food and drink. It was a time when consumption, indeed overconsumption, was expected. Late fall and early winter were a time to gorge on the best food and the best drink, not just bread and beer, but cakes and ale. It was a time for splurging until the hard freeze of January and February took hold when the constraints of ordinary existence reimposed themselves. Christmas celebrations in those years were nothing like nowadays. The holiday involved rowdy displays of debauchery, the mockery of established authority, aggressive betting, and the invasion of wealthy homes. Christmas was a time of misrule in which a carnival atmosphere prevailed. Much of this behavior was ritualized. Peasants, servants, and apprentices exercised their customary right to be wined and dined by their wealthier neighbors. And so the lords of the manor let the peasants in and feasted them trading aristocratic goodwill for the fealty of their tenants, which they required. But the early, by rather, the early 18th century, and especially here in America, this all began to change. Clergy and community leaders began to call for a Christmas that combined laughter, moderation, and devotion, the first effort to put Christ into Christmas. By the American Revolution, Christmas was widely observed, but less as a celebration of misrule and more as a religious and family holiday. While Unitarians and Universalists were both instrumental in this transformation, it was the mythical figure of Santa Claus who made all the difference. Customary Christmas license combined with seasonal unemployment made the season too noisy, drunken, and threatening in the eyes of respectable citizens. Parades of working-class men and boys would march through the streets of New York and Philadelphia making a racket and sometimes mayhem. They would occasionally intimidate the well-to-do who came to agreement on the need for counter-rituals to uh, prevent all this hooliganism from going on. One such wealthy New Yorker was Clement Clark Moore, credited with writing A Visit from St. Nicholas in 1822 to amuse his children and read earlier by Sheila and her child, child Marcus. In Moore's vision, Christmas became a family celebration, transforming Christmas into a practical, simple ritual that every household could and soon would embrace. A new kind of holiday, domestic and child-centered, had been fashioned out of the old rowdy one, and it grew rapidly in popularity across America and later the world. 
The other children's story on the night you were born focuses on the miracle of every child and every family and their uniqueness. It reminds me of the poetry of our highly esteemed Unitarian religious educator, Sophia Lyon Foz, when she wrote, each night a child is born is a holy night. Fathers and mothers sitting beside their children's cribs feel glory in the sight of a new life beginning. It is a time for singing, a time for wondering, a time for worshiping. Meanwhile, Christmas has many other meanings too, especially from a religious perspective. Orthodox Christians believe that Jesus' birth was unique from other births in that he was uniquely divine and born from a uniquely devout mother. And moreover, that his birth was foretold by ancient prophets centuries beforehand. As Unitarian Universalists, we generally follow the teachings of the legendary William Ellery Channing, one of the three principal founders, you could say, of American Unitarianism, who considered the virgin birth as happening every time one's heart generates a pure thought or virtuous impulse. In today's era, we all now recognize that the blue-eyed, blonde Jesus portrayed in American Sunday schools throughout much of the 20th century is no doubt far from what Jesus actually looked like. His ministry, moreover, was itself completely universal, transcending the rigid structures and strictures of Hebrew society at the time but his devotees have always been far more parochial than their master. And this from the earliest days following his death and even while Jesus was still alive. There have been various and vigorous debates over the meaning of Jesus' life, his death, his teaching, and his ministry of healing. The proto-Unitarian Thomas Jefferson believed Jesus' teachings provided, and I quote, the most sublime and benevolent code of morals which has ever been offered to humanity. And I pretty much agree. But these teachings were and are, as I said, universal. And it is only in the modern era that we are coming to terms with what that actually means for those who want to follow the moral code Jesus exemplified. W.E.B. Du Bois was an original founder and incorporator of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, the NAACP, and editor of its publication, The Crisis. A teacher, author, poet, and scholar, his The Sermon in the Cradle was published 99 years ago this month, beginning a slowly growing awareness across our country of America's Eurocentricism and its allegiance, often but not always unconscious, to the historical white supremacy that has upheld for centuries the American way of life. Du Bois helped people see, if they wanted to see, that white supremacy even upholds religion. But never does it uphold the heart of faith. 
The open, loving heart sees things exactly as they are and acts lovingly and creatively in spite of it all. Celebrating song and story together, even if only via Zoom, sharing gifts and recipes, remotely watching favorite movies or concerts with family and close friends, these are all ways we find meaning in Christmas, year after year, no matter what is happening epidemiologically. So let us be glad, and let us be glad this night and this day tomorrow. And let us continue our celebration of a favorite holiday. Ho, 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 and amen.